we figured, we figured it was going to take us about a year, right? Of just calling brokers and trying to find out the first deal. And finally, we found something in Florida in the Cape Canaveral area. My partner found a, a mobile home park. So when he brought it up to me, yeah, I think I found something. I thought, okay, well, let's, let's see it, right? And he said, I think I found a trailer park. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, no, no. <laughs> that was the first my immediate reaction was no way i don't want anything to do with that what a year 2020 was 2021 is here and i hope you're hitting the ground running i know we are here at dwelling we've just got a deal on the contract we're going to be closing on soon for those that have joined us on that deal um you know what i'm talking about if you are saying what am i talking about then you need to take your investing game to the next level in this year. So make sure you join the Dwelling Deal List, an exclusive deal list. Um, not only do you get access to our deals quickly, but you also get tips and tricks about you know how you can take your, your investing game to the next level this year. So if you are not on the Dwelling Deal List, click on the link in the show notes or just go to dwelling.com. Um, that's D-W-E-L-L-Y-N-N.com or just go to investwithola.com and just sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. Thank you so much for joining us on Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got an incredible guest with us today. Eloy, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, Ola. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I know about your story. I know what you do. And before I guess listening to us, can you just kind of tell us a little bit more about who you are, uh, your synopsis, what you've been doing and kind of what you've been doing lately, actually? Yeah, I'm, my name is Eloy Ratana. I'm with uh, Apex Communities. Uh, lately, we've been buying up uh, mobile home parks in the Central Florida area. I've been in and out of real estate for the last 20 years, but now I'm settled in on multifamily and specifically right now, mobile home parks. Yeah, nice. So you said you've been in, that, in and out of I mean, real estate investing. Some guests that are probably listening to this might feel that way, like they've tried, you know, maybe flipping, they've tried wholesaling, they've kind of been in and out. So kind of give us a little bit more about that and, you know, and your journey of, you know, why you've been in and out and kind of what you've been doing. I think it might help someone listening. Yeah, for, for the vast majority of people like myself, you know, we still have full-time jobs. So it hasn't been of like a complete jump into real estate like the way other people have. So, um, you know, like most people, I started with uh, single family homes, just trying to acquire rentals, right? And and as you as you grow your business and as you try to do uh, grow that, you, you find out that you can do other things. There's so many niches within the real estate space that you realize, wow, there's so much, there's so many different ways that go about it. I think it has to do with a lot of it has to do with. What are you trying to get out of it, right? Are you looking to do this full time, or are you just looking to build perhaps retirement income, or are you looking to replace your job altogether with, you know, passive income today? I think once you once you ask yourself those questions and, and, and answer um, honestly, then there's a focus. There's probably there's probably a niche that fits what you're trying to accomplish, right? So, you know, I've tried doing. Uh, picking up single-family homes, doing uh, owner finance and lease options, and at some point I tried wholesaling and flipping. None of that was for me. I was like this, you know, flipping and wholesaling specifically. They're like full-time jobs, right? Which is fine if that's what you want. 
but I already had a full-time job and I enjoyed it. Right. And I was making a, a great living. I wasn't looking to, for that. Uh, I wasn't looking for another job. So I needed to find something that would allow me to build out for my retirement. And then maybe one day have enough passive income where I can quit my job altogether. And the way for me to do that was as time grew on, went on is I learned to do it through multifamily. Right. And then as I'm looking for my partner and I were looking for deals, uh, we came upon mobile home parks and we thought, you know, we, as we looked into it, we were, we realized that this was the asset for us. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a very, very insightful um, story because you talk about, you, you tried, you know, single family and you tried you <laughs> some wholesaling, I guess, and it just wasn't yeah. for you. Right. So, you know, can you just kind of go through a little bit why, you know, you, why it wasn't really for you? Because, of course, you said you didn't want to replace your, your job, right? Um, but why, why wasn't it for you? And why is multifamily when you benchmark the two, which is, you know, wholesaling, single family, and multifamily, why do you think that's more a fit for, you know, your personality and who you are? I'm just trying, I want to dig in a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well... You know, first of all, when, when people think of, of, of uh, real estate investing, they generally think of two things, and that is flipping homes and rentals, right? because that's, that's what we see on TV, right? Um, and as you start to learn the flipping business, you realize, oh, I, if I don't want to flip this home that I've got under contract, I can just wholesale it to somebody else, right? That's one, that's one way to do it. But these are not what I would consider investing. They're more transactional, right? Because as soon as you complete one, you got to do it all over again, right? So you're not taking that money, you're investing. You're, 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 these are single transactions and you got to keep doing them over if you want to keep making money. So it's like a job, as you know, the way I saw it is it, it's a job already. And, and if you want to do, and that, that really wasn't what I was after. I was after pursuing uh, monthly income, right? And at the beginning, it was mostly about how do I build out my retirement? Because I, I was so dissatisfied with my returns in the stock market since I had lost everything back in 2008 that I, I didn't really want to risk any of my retirement money in the stock market. So how, how do I build out for the future, right, was my, was my primary concern. And then if I got to the point where I'm making sufficient monthly income, am I in a position to quit my job altogether and just live off my monthly income, right? So I needed to seek out... Um, niches within the real estate space that allowed me to get to my goal and that was that was that that's how i was looking at things now if you're looking for a job or looking to do this full-time yeah flipping homes might be a great uh, uh opportunity right uh wholesaling might be something that you might want to look into uh everybody's different and i think but i think it comes down to what are your personal goals what are you hoping to get out of this and then seek out um, a real estate niche that'll fit that need. Fascinating. So then you found yours. So can you kind of tell us a little bit how you discovered multifamily and maybe take us through kind of your first deal? How did you find it? How did you fund it? What was the story behind it? Yeah, so uh, it, everything started, I had never even heard of uh, buying apartments. I didn't know that that was a thing, right? Doing multifamily. And one day I my, I, I met my, my now partner, Steve, who uh, was telling me about um, that he had, was, he was going to a class where he was going to be able to buy apartments and, I, and he was looking for partners. I knew he asked me if I might be interested in, in partner, partnering up with him. And I thought, I don't have millions of dollars to go buy 
apartments, right? It sounded like a great idea, but uh, it sounded like pie in the sky stuff for me. But as time, as I started to learn more about this opportunity, uh, I started going to meetups here locally in Denver where I live. And, and another local syndicator here, Adam Adams, was telling, talking about how you can uh, team up with like-minded people with the same goals, right? And you can team up and you guys can pursue uh, an apartment, a multifamily deal. What that would allow you to do is by going bigger and teaming up and going bigger, uh, you'd be able to reach your goals a lot quicker, right? And that made, that made a lot of sense to me. So it came down to what do I want to focus within the team? Do I want to focus on acquisitions? Do I want to focus on asset management? Do I want to focus on capital raising, trying to meet investors to bring into our deals? Um, and, I, and I found out well, this is a great opportunity. It's going to help me reach my goals significantly quicker. So as we started looking for deals, um, we quickly found out that in Denver, there's not a whole lot going on because everything's so overpriced, right? Like in most markets nowadays, everything's, everything's just too expensive. So we needed to branch out to other markets. So we started looking at places like Tucson and Phoenix um, and found out, you know, same deal there. Uh, everything's just overpriced. You know, you can find deals, but it, you have to dig. You really have to dig. And finally, about a year later, looking, we, fig we figured it was going to take us about a year, right? Of just calling brokers and trying to find out the first deal. And finally, we found something in Florida in the Cape Canaveral area. My partner found a, a mobile home park. So when he brought it up to me, yeah, I think I found something. I thought, okay, well, let's, let's see it, right? And he said, I think I found a trailer park. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, no, no. <laughs> that was the first my immediate reaction was no way i don't want anything to do with that but he was like no look at these numbers uh we're never going to make these kind of numbers in, on a, in an apartment deal and i looked at that and i thought wow this is this is something else right so i basically told him i said look give me a few days to kind of uh bury myself in mobile home park information so i i spent the next few days downloading every book listening to every podcast that i can get my hands on to learn mobile home parks right as much as i could in just in a few days and after i did that i realized that not only um were mobile home the right asset for us i thought the timing was also really really good right because we were reaching a point of uh, um, economic uncertainty over the next several years and we wanted to position ourselves in such a way that we're gonna we're gonna be acquiring assets that are gonna grow in value as the economy begins to turn down right so um, yeah, that's what we did. We found our first deal in Cape Canaveral. It was a small park. It was 18 units. Um, I'm trying to remember what, I think we paid about $650 for it, and it was like an eight cap. Um, so it was a really, really good deal because, uh, as it turns out, um, the, the owner who had owned it for about a year had um, uh, picked it up from her mother, right? Her mother had passed away, and she had owned it for about 20 25 years, and then that entire time, they never raised the rents, right? So there was an opportunity there for us to be able to raise the rents up to market level. So some of these people were paying like 250, 190 per month, crazy, crazy, right? <laughs> There's just a couple of years ago, they're paying, of course they, of course they were never gonna leave, right? Who yeah. Of course, I wanna pay, I wanna pay 200 bucks a month, right? Exactly, in 2021 <laughs> right? so, or 2020. In 2021, paying 200, oh exactly, right? Uh, so, for anything <laughs> for anything so that was the that was the opportunity and, and that's what we seek out 
today, right? We seek out uh, uh, opportunities like that where we have these mom and pop owners who've learned, who, who have owned their parts for several years, couple of decades, in fact, and maybe they own it free and clear. And now they're looking to, uh, they're, they're, they don't have the money to fix the places up. And, and uh, there's going to be an opportunity when you can find parts like that and you can find owners that are willing to sell. So what was your delta from that kind of $200 to where you guys bumped your rent? So I'm just kind of, I'm trying to get an idea of so uh, so right now uh, the market the rent the market rent in that area is about 650 for for lot rent right wow. uh, yeah and we're up we've, we raised the rents right now up to 500 so there's still after a couple of years there's still room for growth now we, we don't want to be jerk landlords so we're not going to take them from 200 all the way to 600 right we want to be fair and we want to keep these people around you know as, as long as they keep paying the rent so we just slow raises. $20 here, $50 here over the course of several years. But we do want to get these rents up to market level, right? And, and then, you know, we fixed, you know, we'll, since most of these um, uh, units are tenant owned, we don't own the, the, the units themselves. You know, we, we, we established new rules when we took over the park and we want the owners to apply a fresh coat of paint to the exterior of their homes. It'll give the, the park and the homes a nice, fresh look. The park, nice, fresh look, right? So we, when we do little things like that, it increases the value of the park because we're able to collect more rent. So just like multifamily, right? The value of the, of the entire property as a whole is based on, on how much rents you're, you're collecting, right? But in order for you to raise the rents, you gotta give people a reason, right? to want to pay more rent in that area, right? So by cleaning up the place and, and giving everything a fresh look, people are going to want, they're going to be okay with paying more. That makes sense. That makes sense. So mm -hmm. you, you, when did you guys purchase this park again? Uh, 18 months ago, exactly. 18. So we're in a process, of, we're in a process of refining right now, in fact. So we'll be able to return some of the, some of the capital, if not most of the capital to our investors who help who help who partnered up with us on this deal. Nice. So I would I would ask you the same question I always ask uh, mobile home um, guys and girls that have been on this podcast. Why is mobile homes not as sexy as apartments? Well, I mean, why do you think? I mean, you mentioned that you know the first time your your partner brought it, you're like, no, I don't, I've got nothing to do with trailer parks. That was kind of your reaction. Mm -hmm. Why do you think most people yeah. have that initial reaction? And, well, and, and can you kind of bust, can you kind of bust some myths about, you know, mobile home now that you're, you're, you're owner? Yeah. So there's definitely a stigma with mobile homes, right? People want to, when they hear a trailer park, they, they want to stay away, right? Because they've got developed a bad reputation over the last decades. Where I, I don't think it's, it's not, it isn't fair because the, at least the parks that we own and the parks, some of our friends own, we don't see the kind of issues that, and if you're looking at TV, if you're watching the TV and, and trailer parks are always put in a bad light, you know, as crime ridden, uh, drug infested, gang infested. I'm sure there are parks like that in certain in certain parts of the country, but they are bad neighborhoods with or without mobile home parks. Right. Uh, so it's kind of unfair to, to kind of pin that. But that's the stigma that people have when they think of a trailer park. Right. The reason they're so good, particularly right now, and the reason that even uh, uh, big wigs like Samzel and um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking, uh, but the, the big hedge funds right now, the private equities, 
they've been buying up mobile home parks uh, over the last five years because they are a safe, quote unquote, safe investment. It's a, it's a safe place for them to park their money. So they're buying the really, really large parks, right? And then raising the rents. So, and right now they own up to 20% of the parks in the country, right? So that alone tells you, well, why, why is that? Why is that Wall Street, private equity firms, why do they feel that this investment or this asset class is safe, right? You know, if, if, if it's safe for them and they're buying up, they don't, they don't care. They, they know they want to make money. If they're making steady returns, that's what they're after. And that's what I'm after, right? I'm after, I'm after steady returns that's in a, in a quote unquote safe safer investment yeah i mean wall street and private mpu firms that they're, they're definitely not stupid uh, for no, the most part anyways no yeah and samzel yeah. is definitely not stupid <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly yeah so if i'm someone listening to this podcast and i'm thinking i kind of want to do what eloy did <clears> i want to i want to buy a mobile home park um what's the first thing um someone listening to this should go do um if they're trying to um, follow your steps yeah, although the first thing I did when, is uh, I, I invest, I had already invested passively uh, in, in other people's deals, right? That way I'm, I'm, I'm learning from the outside, right? I always read, tell people, if, if you're looking to get into multifamily, you should understand a little bit about multifamily. You'd be surprised how many people don't ask questions. They just, you know, they, they trust you and that's a good thing, but you should still be familiar with what you are investing in, right? Even if you're only investing passively, what kind of questions to ask, how to get involved. But if, if, if you're looking to get active in this, in this, in this uh, uh, asset class, start up by you know, maybe investing in somebody's deal uh, passively and then learning, learning the brokes that way. There's also many, uh, uh, Frank and Davis Bootcamp, they're, they're, um, the Mobile Home Park University is a great way to learn if you want to be involved actively, as in you're going to seek out your own deals you're going to try to raise money for your own deals. There's ways to do that. But you got to come. I, I, I go back to the same thing. What are you trying to accomplish by investing in real estate? Do you want to be active or do you want to be passive? Right. Because I've had friends that say, hey, help me buy a help me buy a rental. I want to start collecting rentals. And one of the things I always ask is, are you ready to manage those yourself? Right. Are you ready to are you ready to fix the leaky roofs and, and the, the, the toilets and get calls in the middle of the night from your tenants. And some people are like, no, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I just want to collect rents. <laughs> you can't have it both, right? You, you can collect rents, but you, you're going to, you're going to have to take those phone calls unless you want to hire a property manager and that bites into your profit. So if you want to invest passively, you, you, you let somebody like my team do the work, right? And then you collect your, your quote unquote rent payments uh, that way. So there's many different ways, but I, I always go back to the same thing. What, what are you trying to accomplish? So I think I'll throw that question out to you. So now you're in the mobile um, you know, park investing space. Um, what are you trying to accomplish? What is the long-term goal? What is the vision um, for your business? Well, as we continue to grow, I mean, I'm, I'm using I'm using my passive the, the passive income that I collect from uh, um, from our investments to build out our retirement right because um, I think I might have mentioned it briefly but I lost everything in 2008 because I had all my money invested in the stock market and I don't want to go through that again I wanted to park my money in a safe safer place right there's inherent risk with everything there's no there's no free anything but I always thought that real estate 
was a safer bet, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna put your money in a safe a safer place, real estate's the place to put it. Now now within the real estate space, you want to find safer investments. And to me, multifamily and mobile home parks specifically are are the way to go. Now, do I want to buy? Would I like to get involved with the buying an apartment? Sure. As as time goes on and prices start coming down, perhaps there'll be opportunities to buy an apartment. And I'd like to diversify that way too. Perfect. Well, we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick round. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sir? Sure. sure. All right. All right. What makes you, Eloy, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? Yeah, I, I think I resonated a lot with the tech people because I'm in the tech industry. Um, and, I'm, you know, most people aren't ready to just quit their jobs, right? They, they, they want to ease into it, right? And that's what I did, basically, right? So I think I resonated with a lot of people and that's my focus is on, on investor relations to make sure that people feel comfortable with, uh, with what we're doing, right? So we're all in this together. Final, final question. You've got your business going, um, you're busy, you're looking for more deals. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, out here in Denver, we've got a lot of outdoors and stuff going on, right? Especially during the summer. I love the mountain bike. I love to get out and run in the hills, a lot of hiking. There, uh, in Colorado, we have 58, uh, 14,000 14, foot mountains. I've done 26 of them, so my girls do at least two or three a year to I, I do them all. So I definitely like the outdoors and it's one of the reasons I live out here in Denver. Wow, fascinating. Did not know that fact. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, yeah, if there's someone listening and thinking, wow, maybe they're in the Colorado market or maybe they're anywhere in the country and they want to partner with you or know more about, about what, you're, what you're doing, what's the best place people can reach out and get to know you more? Well, I, I have it up here on my site, partner with Apex. Uh, you can join our, our um, VIP list and I put out uh, weekly content where you can learn about mobile home parks and multifamily in general. And uh, there's a calendar link uh, once, you, once you drop your email there and um, you can talk about what some of your goals are. Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ola, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed uh, this time that we had together. Thank you. You may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand, believe it, or a thousand podcasts and still going. The best real estate investing advice ever show is hosted by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fellers. Joe talks to influential thought leaders. We share the best advice ever with none of the fluff. You've got to check this stuff out. So listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com. That's bestevershow.com.